Welcome to the Intentional Woman Podcast, where faith meets consistency. I'm your host, Nicole Hubb, just an everyday woman seeking to know and see God in every season of my life. And I want to take you on this journey with me. The intentional woman is one who loves God, loves herself, and serves in purpose. Thanks for tuning in. I pray you leave our time together affirmed in God's love and full of faith to live intentionally. Let's get into it. Welcome back, fam, to another episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I am Nicole Hub, your host, and I'm so grateful to have you here with me another week on the podcast. How are you doing? How are you? I hope you are well. I hope you're smiling. I hope you're finding joy today. If you haven't found joy yet as you listen to this, I pray that it will be your desire. You'll be intentional about seeking it out before the end of the day today. Deal? Deal. All right, so we are going to jump right into it. I had tended to talk about something totally different this week, but I'm coming to y'all with another Confessions of an Intentional Woman, and we're going to talk about why I can't ascribe to this struggle love theory and why I don't want you to either as an intentional woman. But I felt led in my spirit just to really speak and minister to my servant and single sisters who are seeking the Lord and who are living for him during this season. And it's not a surprise that this, you know, has come about or it came to my mind as we, you know, come off the cups of a week where we're looking at how our celebrity relationship goals are, you know, are tainted or are questioning whether they should still be goals or, you know, if this is just what love is and this is what you have to expect and, you know, you just do what you have to do. And me personally, I have always felt a level of responsibility in sharing my experience on how I feel like I have lived in the shadow of what other people expected me to do and how I thought that I was supposed to live to uh, to please other people and to make them happy and how that had damaged me in so many different ways. And it made me a person that always feared rejection. So I did things out of fear of being rejected. You know what I'm saying? So it was hard for me to understand that just because I didn't have certain experiences did not mean that I was worthy or I wasn't worthy to be in certain places or to hold space in certain areas and life and people will have you out here thinking that if you don't have some type of hardship or if you don't endure some type of pain then that means that you aren't deserving or you aren't qualified for the blessing or qualified for the good life or qualified to live your best life because you didn't have to go through the struggle but let I want to be the one to let you know that that's not everybody's testimony Listen, that doesn't have to be your testimony if that's not the testimony that the Lord has given you. And you don't have to force that kind of testimony just to feel justified by people and their opinions. Because the truth of the matter is, is that God has already justified his love for you by his son on the cross, by the suffering, the pain, the agony, the despair that Jesus went through on the cross to die for our sins. That is enough to justify you being loved and you being worthy. So this whole idea of struggle love, this whole idea of struggling just in general in life, just not in love, but in everything in order to be verified, like like how you get, you've got to get verified on Instagram with the blue check, like in order to have to get verified, like you have to have all of this stuff behind you so people can know that you're a real one. And I want to just encourage you all with the with with the best that I can today, just to let you know that 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 doesn't have to be your truth. That doesn't have to be your truth. And um, I have read this quote on IG a couple of weeks ago, and it simply said, 
I needed to be broke so I could learn how to budget. I needed to be treated bad so I could appreciate being treated good. I needed to have jobs I hated so that I can work hard to do what I love. I had to stray from God so I could understand that there's nothing better. And my response to that is just like, I get it. Listen, I get the point of it and I take it for face value. I understand the point that probably the author of this was trying to make. However, with my desire just to see women living whole and being free and understanding the depth of love that God has for them and that that love can has the power to just exclude you from experiencing unnecessary hurt, unnecessary pain, unnecessary drama. Like I just want to share my two cents on the fact that you don't, this doesn't have to be the way that it is, that this doesn't have to be the standard. And us as intentional women, as we seek to be intentional women who first love God and then love ourselves and then love those that God has called us to serve, it's this, there is a mentality that has to be present that Suffering, yes, will happen because as Christians, we understand that that our relationship in Christ does not exempt us from suffering. It does not exempt us from bad days. It does not exempt us from having heartache and pain and disappointing and disappointments and experiencing loss. However, that loss and that disappointment, that pain is in Christ. You know what I'm saying? That's in him. That is something that he wills and that he allows as we continue to be in his will and as we continue to, to, to search after him and continue to love and love on him. So no, every day is not going to be lilies and roses. However, in relationships, especially romantic relationships that lead to marriage or my sisters who are desiring to be married and you have had relationships or are in, currently in a relationship and we see this, this um, level, this standard that is put out there as far as you know, what it means to have a good marriage, what it is to mean to means to have a healthy relationship and and wondering, you know, some of you just wondering, like, if, you know, that that's just that stuff just comes kind of with the territory or, you know, this, you know, it happens and, you know, you keep along, you keep a truck and you keep it moving. Uh, but I want to give you space and I want to give you permission to know if you don't already know that you have the ability to create your own narrative. You have the ability to create your own story and what you want and what you don't want and how you'll navigate when you get the things that you don't want or when you're confronted with things you don't want and when you get the things that you do and making sure that we have a healthy idea of what the standard is, because I think a lot of this, a lot of times our downfall comes when we are looking at other things and other people other than the word of God and what God has told us is the standard. And then we begin to live our lives to man's standard versus living our lives towards God's standard. So I think that that's always the difference when people ask and, you know, well, is this person canceled? Is that person we ain't messing with them no more? No, it's like, you know, that that was all nice and it was beautiful. and was definitely something to, you know, be inspired by. But at the end of the day, my stand, that wasn't my standard. Like that wasn't what I was taking my framework from, you know what I'm saying? So, so it's a truth. So it's like we can we can definitely celebrate love that is not necessarily Christian love with people who aren't believers. But we also have to remember in the forefront of our mind, not even in the back of our mind, that God's word is the standard. That is the end all be all. So me as a married woman, as I talk to single women who desire to be married, I make it my business to let them know that, yes, you can look at different aspects from different people's marriages and be inspired to pull those different things about, you know, it's as simple as like, 
holding space for weekly date nights or taking vacations on an annual basis or, you know, having your house run a, run a certain way, you know, giving space for your spouse to have time with their friends, you know, and things like that. So yes, it is important that you have um, people who are in the same level of life with you that can encourage you, that can inspire you to help to strengthen your marriage. But at the end of the day, we understand that what marriage is, the foundation of marriage and who keeps our marriage together is God. So we definitely can be inspired, but we don't want to allow our marriage to be influenced fully by other people, whether they are, you know, in relationship with Christ or not, because what works in one person's marriage might not work in your marriage. So if you sit there trying to make yourself, your marriage look just like somebody else's because you just head over heels with the idea of their marriage and everything that they present, you get what I'm saying? Then that can be very damaging for you and your spouse because your spouse is not nothing like their spouse and you trying to make your spouse be like their spouse, then they, your spouse is looking at you like, I'm not that person. If you wanted to be me to be that person, you should have married that person. So it just brings out a whole bunch of other stuff. So it's very important that we understand what is what it is that we are seeking after at the end of the day, if that makes sense. That's as simple as I can put it, that we are honoring the standard that God has set and that we can definitely be inspired by other people, but we don't base our marriage based on what it is that they're showing us and what it is that they are presenting to us and wanting to mimic that and be that verbatim. So the takeaway from that is we can be inspired by people's love. We can be inspired by people's story and even their ability to overcome, their ability to withstand, their ability to triumph and to seek God, to see God and to see the blessing and to know that in the midst of hardship and difficulty that he is still good and that he has the ability to reconcile. We can see all of that. We can be inspired by all of that. But as intentional women, it is our job to make sure that our greatest influence is the word of God and is the standard that he set for us in his word for marriage and how it is supposed to to be walked out, how it is supposed to be lived and how a husband and wife are supposed to live together and honor to him. So yes, be inspired, but be influenced. Your greatest influence should come from the word of God because influence means that my marriage, my relationship is infused, meaning that that is the foundation comes from that influence. So That's the word of God, like, and that influence, like, spreads outward, which gives us the ability to inspire others. So that is just, like, my, that was just on my heart because I really think that, especially as women, we just bear so many things and we chalk it up to being women and, you know, that's just what we have to do. That is the call our call in life at certain times and definitely in certain seasons where we just have to bear a little bit more for the benefit of those that we love whether you're married or not this is sometimes even as young girls I'm many of us can look back and see how we bared a lot even as young girls growing up in our home and taking on responsibilities to help our mother or just to help the house run smoothly or just seeing the imbalance of responsibility being weighed on girls versus it versus it is on boys so we you know we understand it however there is also conversations to be had, you know, about how we can continue to have a healthy balance in that, especially when God joins us together. 
with a godly man, you can speak up for yourself. You can have a voice. You can have an opinion. You can have a thought. You can have a conversation about what it is that you want and what it is that you don't want. And then you leave them space to tell you whether they're going to be able to do it or whether they're not going to be able to do it. You do not have to settle. You don't just have to be just for the sake of being. You don't have to stay entangled just for the sake of being with somebody. You don't have to do it. But you know how you can come to that point is when you know how much your Heavenly Father loves you. And then that way you base your value, you base base your worth, you base your identity and who you are in Him versus anybody else. So it all comes down to us understanding the love that our father has for us and knowing that we are his daughters and that your father is the creator of the universe. And you know that means he knows everything about you. He knows everything that you need. So as as you are preparing to be the one, God is preparing the one for you. So you don't have to worry about compromising. You don't have to worry about dimming your light. You don't have to worry about changing who you are. And most importantly, you don't have to worry about taking no unnecessary crap and dealing with drama just for the sake of saying that you got somebody or that you involved or you have a boo. It's not worth it. And also just for the sake that the society tells you that that is just what happens and it comes with the territory and that you have to deal with it. None of that is true and none of it has to be your truth. So I know I sound like I felt like I was fussing. this episode but I just had to get it off of my chest in a space where I felt safe and I felt like that it'll be received and it'll be heard in truth and in love now there's a whole nother episode a whole bunch of other conversation that we can have about after you're married and things that happen in marriage and how you have to work through reconciliation at times that's a whole nother episode but for you my sisters who are serving and single today in this moment as you are um, serving the Lord and as the Lord is preparing the one for you as you are preparing to become the one for somebody else understand that God knows what you want and that he will give you the desires of your heart and he is not um, a ringmaster and having you go jump through all of these loops and go through these obstacle courses just for you to get to the person that he has for you it don't have to be like that I want to leave you all with one of the greatest lessons that I learned as a young child just by a question that I asked. And I was sitting in the car riding with um, my spiritual godmother who later married my husband and I, her and her husband married us. And I just asked her as a 14, I think I was 14 years old. I looked at her and I was like, is experience the best teacher? I asked her and she looked over at me with the most sincere eyes and told me, no, it is not. And she said, you don't have to experience everything because there are people that have come before you who have experienced it for you. And that was such a such a freeing moment for me, because as we go back to that, that quote that I read earlier that I told y'all I saw on IG, it's like we don't have to accept that narrative that you need to be broke, mistreated, disrespected, unfulfilled or lost. We deserve wealth healthy relationships and respect without the prerequisite of lacking it first. So y'all, you don't have to subscribe to this struggle love theology that in order to have something beautiful that you first have to deal with all of the ugly and have to deal with drama and have to deal with mess and be involved in bad relationships with people who have bad character. It doesn't have to be your truth. And if you don't want it to be your truth, 
hold up that standard. Understand God's love for you and how much he loves you. Receive it and then show people how to treat you based on that love for yourself, based on that self-worth that you get from being a daughter of the king. I love y'all so much and I hope that you hurt my heart in this episode and know that you ain't got to struggle, man. You don't have to do it. It does not have to be your portion. It does not have to be your testimony. God will give you something beautiful without all the extra. So can we pray? Can I pray with y'all real quick? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this day and everything that you've done in it. God, we thank you for this moment in time and this ability, God, just to hear from you and to hear what you have to say on the matter. And God, I pray that you would just um, strengthen your daughters, strengthen our hearts, our, our will and our resolve, God, to seek after your word to be the standard, your word to influence all of our relationships, God, so that we know at the end of the day that you're getting the glory because out of anything that we do, anything that we say, God, that it's all about giving you the glory. So God, allow us, God, to be inspired by people, God, in their love, God, in their show of unconditional love and commitment to one another, but allow our influence, God, to be from you and from your word, God, and what you say about marriage and what you say about love and how we are to walk out, God, our relationships before you and to give you glory and to give you honor. God, I pray that any broken hearts, Lord Father God, that you would begin to restore and to mend, God. Any mindsets, Lord Father God, that was contrary to what we talked about today. Any experiences, Lord God, God, that brought up, you know, bad memories, presented a cycles in our life, God. I pray that you would break the cycles, Lord Father God, of dysfunction, cycles of not knowing our worth and not loving ourselves enough, God, because we know in you we live, we move, and we have our being. So God, help us to look up that you may fill us up so that we can pour out, God, and continue just to come back to you and get everything that we need, get all wisdom, all knowledge, all understanding, direction for where to go, who to love. God, we thank you. We give you glory and we give you honor. And it's in Jesus' name we pray and ask all these things. Amen. Love y'all. Be encouraged. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Intentional Woman Podcast. I hope you enjoyed sharing space with me today. If you are inspired, empowered, or uplifted, please take a few moments to subscribe, rate, review, or even share this podcast with another woman. Also, we know Intentional Woman Pray. So if I could pray for you in any way, shoot me a DM at Nicole D. Hub on IG or submit a prayer request at theintentionalwomanco.com. And until next time, remember... If we look for God's hand in everything, we'll find his hand in everything. Love y'all. Be encouraged.